Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Film Core Cast, the podcast where we do movie reviews and talk about everything film. On this episode, we're talking about The Atom Project, talking about Film Core digital stuff, and as always, getting off topic. So let's get into it. What's going on, everyone? I'm your host, James Paul Shepard, and here with me today is Josh Shepard. How's it going? Josh Redemar. What's up? And Dylan Painter. Hello! How are you guys doing? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, doing pretty good. Anything new yeah, man. in the one week that we've been apart? Uh, they had that Kenobi trailer, and uh, yes. had all the Star Wars fans pissed off because of the way the Grand Inquisitor looked, and the fifth brother came out looking <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Besides yeah, I the, thought the trailer was cool. I love that we saw a little Luke. He's like, you know, it was good though. Like, but uh, yeah, been good, man. Been good. I hit 700 followers on Facebook. Congratulations! So I'm, I'm a I'm a huge success now. There we go. Nice. I'm so, I'm yeah. I'm honored that you're on the show today because I know I, you're I, busy, I, and with that lifestyle <laughs> now, <laughs> it's good. It's a good yeah. week, man. So, what about you, brother? You know. Been a, been a busy week. I started Oregon. started my new job as a yeah. graphic designer for a local company. Um, pretty pretty cool so far. Getting stuff done. What about you, Shepard? Josh Shepard down there. What, what anything new in the week? Nope, nothing happens like that in my lifestyle. Just work. Not yet. We're getting you there though. We're gonna get right, you there. There you go. <laughs> so, um. Filmcore Digital Stuff, we just released our first collab video with Lomo Media. Again, definitely go check them out. Check out their video. Check out the super quick effect that we did. We have like several more lined up to do um, the rest of this year. So we're super excited about that. We um, have a list of some film festivals. Looking forward to joining this uh, summer coming up or fall spring whatever the next season is here in june so i think it's summer right <laughs> it all runs together down here in florida it's it's one one weather so it's one season um we've got some film festivals that we're going to be entering so i've been working on some script ideas for those uh yeah so we're just uh trying to get things moving right along tiktoks our tiktok is starting to blow up I'm over there making there making stupid videos to make people laugh. So we're uh, working on that. Um, yeah. So if you guys have nothing else that's been exciting for you this week, we're we're gonna get into what everybody came here for, and that's our review on the Adam Project. So after accidentally crash landing in 2022, time traveling fighter pilot Adam Reed teams up with his 12-year-old self for a mission to save the future. Screen written by, I mean, there are so many hands in this, in this screenplay. Jonathan Chopper, T.S. Nolan, Jennifer Flackett, and Mark Levin. Second movie that we did a pod, uh, podcast on from Sean Levy, first one being uh, Free Guy. Starring Ryan Reynolds, Mark Ruffalo, Jennifer Gardner, Walker Scobell, Catherine Keener, 
and Zoe De- or Zoe Sladana, not Deschanel. Who almost got those oh, two Lana. Zoes mixed up? Yeah, that would have been wrong. Um, that would have, have been incorrect. <laughs> critics, critics were not friendly with this one, giving it a sixty-nine. And mm. then that's a pretty good number for some people. <laughs> <laughs> and then yes. audience, audience giving it an eighty percent on that. Could not find the budget on it um, because it was straight to Netflix. Netflix so mm-hmm. I mean, I couldn't give was you it produced the, by Netflix. Yeah, so I couldn't get the budget, and I it. Who knows what the gross is because you pay a monthly, and I think that's how they determine. So right. it, they'll they'll get their yeah. gross in about fifteen years of your seven ninety nine monthly payments. Oh right. no, it's higher than that now. Oh, is it? I don't pay oh, anything. It's almost, my phone service is 20. <laughs> yeah, my phone it's service is 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah, that's expensive. For like the basic plan, you're looking at like $12 on the most basic plan they have now. Shout um, out to T-Mobile. Yeah. Then I think <laughs> we should all just uh we should all just shoot our own series and put them online for people to watch and pay us the $20 a month. Watch our shows. Kind of like kind of like uh, be kind and rewind. Jack Black back yeah. in the day. Yeah, we just recreate all the movies and stuff. Uh, I think that would be that would be hilarious. So let's go around the table or the screen here and see what everybody thinks about that. You know what? We're gonna start with Josh Shepard today. Oh. Give us give us the lowdown on what you thought about this film. All right. Overall, I thought it was really good. Um, I will personally give it a four out of five on it. it yeah, obviously the plot, you're kind of looking at your basic time travel type movie thing. Acting though overall was really good for me, especially I thought the kid did really excellent. I thought they did really good with having his character kind of really resemble Ryan Reynolds on how he, how he acts and everything like that. So I thought that was really good. Um, all the little jokes throughout it, you know, because there were just little subtle ones. There wasn't really a lot of comedy in it, um, a lot of subtle jokes and everything. It was a good reunion for Gardner and Ruffalo. I thought that was really good from the 13 going on 30. I think this is the first movie they've done together since then. Yeah. So mm-hmm. maybe a sequel where they have a kid, you know, yeah, you never know. I've, there's a lot of smaller things in there. And one particular scene where he mentions a student's uh, shirt on how he... You know, he got yeah. what's on there. If you guys didn't notice what, what was, was on, on the it? shirt, I it had a it had a face of Nicolas Cage, but it said John Travolta. So if anybody gets right. that reference, it's from Face Off. Yeah, face it's off. from Face Off. Yeah. So, and I didn't, because they, you know, they showed the shirt twice, and I didn't get it until they showed it the second time when he said he got it. And I looked at it again. I'm like, oh, okay, I gotcha. So I, I thought yeah. that was really, really fun. Um, there was one scene where we first see Ryan Reynolds. The voiceover coming from the one ship, I personally thought was Scarlett Johansson, the way it sounded right. when I first heard it. But overall, everything really good. I thought it was good. I laughed at the, because uh, I love good fart joke, I laughed at the bullet wound farting. That thing, that was so yeah. funny to me. <laughs> so uh, overall, everything was good for me. Like I said, I give it a four out of five. Um, maybe they continue some more. I don't know if you can really do a sequel to that or not, but... I thought it was right. really good. Awesome. So he's giving it a four out of five on his review of the Adam Project. Uh, yeah, the um, what did you just mention? Um, crap. 
I just had a thought in my head that you mentioned about something and it totally slipped. Oh, the voice? No, it was before the oh. voice. Oh. Uh, Sweater, Ruffalo. Oh, Gardner. the the picture of John Travolta is the meme John Travolta. The yeah, yeah. The Nicholas Cage. I mean, yeah. Nicholas Cage. Yeah, yeah the Nicholas Cage picture. Yeah, yeah. The the <laughs> meme one. That's so. Mister Redemar, we'll stick with the Joshuas, and let's get your opinion on this film. So I really did enjoy the film. Um, I'm a firm believer that when it comes to like uh, prepping for bigger films. Uh, Directors and studios will work uh, characters in together so they can get used to that on-screen chemistry. So seeing Reynolds, Mark Ruffalo, and Saldana on screen, knowing that eventually we're going to see Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool in the MCU, it kind of just gets everything set up for me. Um, So I I, I genuinely believe that this movie was to get them set up with that and keep, you know, Zoe Saldana in that, uh, that action role. Uh, Mark Ruffalo in that nerd role, and then introducing badass Ryan Reynolds, you know, spinning that lightsaber around. <laughs> yeah. It's not a lightsaber. And, uh, <laughs> it basically was. Yeah. <laughs> Something's a little done better? I think so. Um, but in general, I will say it's a, it was a decent film, for sure. All right, so we got another four out of five. On his review, now let's go over to Mr. Double O Badger, Dylan. What do you got? Um, so, I, uh, like, for a Netflix movie, you know, I I thought it was really good. Um, I, I mean, Netflix, for me, has hit or miss, like, on their movies and series. They're either pretty good or I was like, oh, my God, that was hot garbage. And uh, I really liked it. I um, I specifically really enjoyed the spots of dialogue in that movie where things were getting kind of serious, you know, because there were some really insightful things being said in those moments. Uh, him out, outside talking to, you know, to, at, talking to 12 year old Adam, um, the whole thing with the beer, like their conversations, man, is like, is real stuff. I really liked how, um, I, I, that's what the one thing that really stuck with me was the, the dialogue in the movie and how impactful those little moments were, even though they were kind of like goofy and like bantery, you know, at points, it always kind of focused on, um, you know, like when he was, uh, in the bar talking, uh, you know, with, with, uh, his mom and, uh, at first it was kind of funny, but then it got like so real ryan reynolds is just an amazing freaking actor dude he is so so good um and you know i mean you know me james any story with about a father i'm like you know (laughs) so um that scene at the end hit me specifically hard where he was like how lucky am i to get to see this you know and uh and i was like dude that is so cool like I i thought it was really cool um like you said a really interesting take on like how the memories reconcile and you know they didn't remember stuff as it was happening i I thought it was good but a lot of it a lot of it was like purposefully cheesy you know what i mean uh whenever little adam is like 
superhero landing you know what i mean oh, that's yeah, yeah, a good deadpool dude. thing right there yeah. yes exactly exactly that's and solidifies I love, my theory i mean yeah i mean dude you're you have uh for sure that's yeah i i i agree whenever you were saying that i was like oh my god that's crazy that would be nice dude and we have found out that uh levy is doing uh deadpool 3 yep you just so, signed up to do deadpool 3 yep. so, yeah. yeah yeah but uh Another so one thing that was just absolutely I just couldn't I couldn't ignore it was how bad the CGI was of the younger version of Sorian. Oh, it was yeah. so bad. Fake, yeah, oh, was my God. I was like, was I was like, dude, the actor was like barely moving and like to try to stay still. It was so apparent. Yeah, I was like, oof, like, ooh, that was not very good, but. You know, it, it 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 got better in the later act of the movie, but that first time that we see her, I was oh, like, yeah. oh, I was like, ah, oh, crap, she does, she looks pretty obviously fake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it so, was a really bad but, deep fake. Yeah, so I would give it. I don't know if I'd give it a four out of five. I think I'd give it an eight out of a ten. Eight out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> Same math. I, I just 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 <laughs> carry on, James. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we got an eight was, out of ten, four out of five. I have one thing I want to throw out. It, huh? Looking at it as a as a Netflix film, that's where my four out of five comes from. If I had to say it as a theatrical release, I definitely would not be looking at a four out of five because I think I'd be like three or three point five. Yeah, if that came yeah, from yeah, an right. studio, that would have been a lot better movie. <laughs> what? What are you talking oh, about? Yeah. Netflix. Netflix is an actual studio. Come on. It is an actual. Studio. They have more money than a lot of studios. Fair enough. I mean, they're not going to pump in as much money as like an actual studio would, though. Exactly. They're also the same studio that cursed this freaking world with Jupiter Ascending or whatever the crap that show was. That show was so terrible it like made me angry. So like Netflix, they're digging themselves out of a hole for me. Like, but I want my hour. They did give I want us my, the Marvel, the Marvels uh, TV shows though. Those are pretty good. They were, and didn't they give us mm. um, what? What mm-hmm. did they just? Yeah. They just gave us uh, the other uh, Umbrella Academy. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. So we're square. We're, yeah. we're and square. they gave us they, the they Seven Deadly Sins anime. They, they cancel out, so they're they yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. <laughs> they're, they're getting they're getting better. Yeah, I mean they're 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 a good studio. I mean they do put out some really good films. It's not really yeah. that hard to do when you have a great actor like Ryan. So, I mean, Ryan Reynolds is... Okay, so my wife and I were just talking about this today. So I asked her Saturday if she wanted to watch this movie with me. Um, She said no. And then uh, about a couple hours later, I was out in the studio. I came inside. She was finishing it. <laughs> so, she, so she watched it without me. Um, but she well, you like said we were just that you want to watch it with you. Yeah. So we were talking today. She's like, I don't understand how you think Ryan is such a great actor when all of his roles are the exact same. And I was like, No, they're not. All well, of his all of his roles that are set the same, like this free guy, um, stuff like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, basically like comedy type. Like roles the same are... character right. is they 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 take from each movie. But Ryan Reynolds himself is an amazing actor. He has some really good serious roles. Like if it wasn't for that, like the, the scene that you were talking about with him talking to his mom at the bar, 
it was it started off like light funny and everything but that moment yeah. where it turned like emotional it was like sure. am i still watching the same movie it's not that cheesy comedy that you're that you've been watching it gets right. it, it gets you right here yeah it does it, it does yeah. Because of just his facial reactions yes. and his emotion that he brings to his acting is amazing. So yep. I, I still say, uh, I mean, he is the man's man, woman's man. Like he's the he's he's that he's that guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he is. He did play a movie where he was God. So he, I mean, they chiseled in his likeness. That's that's <laughs> that was Ryan Reynolds. And they're like, wait, we can't have the world full of these, so let's start making different models. And so um, that's funny. But he, this movie was really, I, I believe it was really well done, especially yeah. being, I, I believe it was lower budget. I don't think it was over a hundred. I mean, oh, definitely, yeah. No, I mean, the CG not. in it, the CG was amazing. Besides the deep fake on her, that was horrible. That was, I don't understand. Right. But dude, I want to now the try. Dusting? I knew, well, see, yeah. well, I, I I almost did that because that just reminded me of the pruning from uh, loose uh, from uh, Loki. It just right. more more particles, more spread out, but it was like pruning. Yeah, gotcha, yeah. Which I didn't understand from that is how are, were those robots or were they supposed to be people in suits? And how did people they how did they disintegrate? It, but it never other explained it. That. Like so, I didn't it understand. Never explained that because it was just random, just at one it, time. It, I can address it. Okay. I mean, I, so the disintegration, they said that death outside your natural timeline is messy. So the oh. reason why these guys, the minute they were getting kill shots in, they were literally just disintegrating because they were literally exploding back into their time zone. Well, But they were coming back a mess. That I understood. But what is what makes them? Because he was doing a lot of fighting with his lightsaber thing, hitting them, and they weren't exploding until a certain point when they wanted them to explode. So what determined the exploding? Because it, it wasn't. It, I the, guess it could have been something weapon. with his little lightsaber thing. Exactly how he hit them and with what Lethality. force and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah. the technology in the future, like it was cool. Like so, that lightsaber thing was like that fight scene, awesome. But the thing that I was saying that I would love to try is the way that they. They come in from like the predator thing where they like reveal themselves. All those kids, oh, all those, yeah. all those men, oh, like, yes. like they appear, and the ships appearing like that. That's so. I mean, that's like a like a fast noise and like some seethe rate, and it it was really cool. But that that thing, the way that those came in, the way that the light, right. the shock wave from the yeah. lightsaber looking thing, um, the way that the drone like it pinpointed him. When he was the kid was flying the drone and it like you right. saw the green box around him and then the red box around but everybody yeah. else like it knew what not to with the shockwave, um, so that was cool because you explained because when they first did the shockwave when Ryan Reynolds did it and the kid was standing right by him, I don't understand how the shockwave went back but didn't hit the kid. Right. So I feel like <laughs> mm -hmm. it probably had the green box around both of them. It was yeah. so uh, little things like that, but the CG uh, really good for a futuristic film. I give it a 3.5 only because it was it was the typical cheesy film that we've seen many times with Ryan Reynolds. Um, yeah, but it was a it was a really good take on time traveling. So I, I do a 
out of the five. Um, I, I but it was a good movie. I I do recommend everybody to go see it. The things I didn't like um, was the cheesy part of the 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 serious scene between the father and Ryan Reynolds. So Mark Ruffalo and Ryan Reynolds um, at the hotel. The first time they met. Yeah, I like. Yeah. I, I don't know why. Like what was going on. But it felt like Ron, like Mark was going to kiss him, the way that he was telling, uh, like like getting in his face, grabbing, like he was coming in, and then they hugged, and that was just awkward for me. The way that they were like doing that, that I feel like they could have did it a little differently to convey like the seriousness out of it. I just it felt too I, cheesy. I think and it was a father in. trying to recognize his son's face in a in a grown man. No, yes, he, when he touched See, his face like that. He was like, see, I don't get that because the moment that he saw him, he knew it was him. So like there was no recognizing it was as soon as he, he didn't even say anything. He, he answered his question wherever in the classroom. And he was like, Adam. So, I mean, trying to recognize him. Mm. I mean, I guess deeper down now that he's realizing maybe, but he, he knew it was him from the get-go. I mean, he didn't even have to explain to him. He knew it was from the get-go. Yeah, I, I would definitely recommend this movie. There's some fun facts from this movie. You guys want, hey, can, some, I, can I mention one thing about the up? scene? Like the, well, when they first meet and stuff, when they're, they actually, you know, they're outside the school on the sidewalk and stuff, and the whole punching thing. Yeah. You remember that? If anybody, I don't know if you guys noticed and stuff, well, you know, how Ryan Reynolds, you know, took a nice, easy shot. But Mark Ruffalo's character had to jump into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yes. that was so funny that he had to do that, and he probably <laughs> would have to in real life too, more than likely. <laughs> so one of the fun facts was the one that you mentioned, Josh, with the the T-shirt and the thing. A lot of people didn't catch that reference. Jennifer Jennifer Gardner's dog, her golden retriever, made a cameo in this movie. Oh as, yeah, as she a, was the as as uh, the dog. As Hawkins? I can't remember the... Yeah, it's Hawkins. Hawkins. Yep. That's awesome. Really interesting, and I'm super glad they did not go this route. So apparently Paramount owned this video, this movie rights first, and it wow, was going huh? to be filmed by them, and Tom Cruise was going to play Ryan Reynolds' character. Ooh. No. No, I'm actually no. much happier that it was I'm, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I'm definitely... I, I feel like oh, it would have yeah. been a totally different movie if he did. It, it would have been more of the uh, Tomorrow's Edge or whatever, the Edge one that he did. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and it would have been a film that was entirely about Tom Cruise rather than yeah. the interaction between the kid and the father. Yeah. Now, that kid, yeah. that kid was awesome. Ryan Reynolds released a video on his TikTok of that kid on, on yeah. they're on set and he did the whole like a, a scene from Deadpool and <laughs> word for word, like just a little mini Ryan Reynolds. It was awesome. That's awesome. So when, he's, when he calls the bully out and he's like, what is that? Like out of a high school bully starter kit? Yeah, like, would you get yeah, yeah. Would you get a, like high, that a high school bully starter <laughs> kit on off, off Amazon? Uh, yeah. So the fun like your fun fact, uh, Redamar, about the Marvel and all that and them all interacting. All Building four the chemistry before yeah. the movie. So all four main characters were in Marvel movies. Jennifer Gardner, Zoe, and Mark Ruffalo were all main mm-hmm. characters. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and three of them are going to return to that role because obviously Jennifer Gardner would have to be. You never know. She though, might okay? come back. It's multiverse. multiverse. Thing. 
Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It could be the multiverse thing. Um, as long as as long as Ben Affleck doesn't come back as Daredevil, we're good. I I do like I do like the new Electra though. So I mean, it's it's a little so so. But on the Ben Affleck thing, there is rumors that they have contacted him for it. So I am not giving anything away. No spoilers here. But there is a scene where they open up a little sport container. I don't know if you guys noticed it. I noticed it, and then I was reading some fun facts, and it was like, okay, that's one of the fun facts. I didn't know if it was a fun fact when I saw it in the film, but there was something particular on the lid when he opened it. There was two stickers. Anybody uh, cool. catch One it? of them was the Joe Biden, I did that sticker. <laughs> that was in 2022, so you already know that was the sticker. That was probably, no. Um, <laughs> it, was on, it was on the container when the sports equipment, towards the end when they were oh, getting okay. out the... Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. No, I didn't really pay attention. No, I did not. So, reference to the main two characters that were in that scene, there was a Deadpool sticker and a Hulk sticker. Wow. Ah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> nice. So, reference to they're building that on give, screen camera. Giving them a little little reference there. So, that would be awesome. This That's marks funny. Mark Ruffalo's second movie playing a scientist tampering with time travel as. Endgame being the first, but um, it's his third movie uh, doing anything referencing time travel. Anybody know the first one before Endgame and Project Adam or the Adam Project? 13 going on 30? Yep, 13 going on 30. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I don't see that. I mean, they're, they're saying it's a time travel, even though, I mean, it kind of is, but it's not because it's it's just a girl version of Big. Um, right. Yeah, true. So I feel like it was more of a magical thing growing up, but it—I mean, well, it did—it did really go into the future, but it right. was more dream future, not real time. So, so what do you think about them taking a play right out of Back to the Future's playbook with uh, oh the Biff going back in the, the whole Biff thing going back in time and taking advantage of it, and then Mark Ruffalo having the balls to say on screen. So you mean to tell me I'm the godfather of time travel? Yeah. Nah, bro, that's Michael J. Fox all day. You can't take yep. that. And, <laughs> and, I mean, they even he even, uh, the little kid even referenced Biff in the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that. Reference. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, great movie. That's our review on that movie. So, right now, before we get in the off-topic, we're going to talk about the film core crew members, and those members are Dickie and David Ingblum, Dustin Clark, Bobby Sarabanera, Little Thrusty, Danny Galwin, Carl Robbins, and Dylan Painter. If you guys want to help support the Filmcore crew, us here in the Filmcore cast and Filmcore digital over on YouTube, uh, definitely check out the link as soon as it's back up. It's not up yet. We're still working on that, trying to get it pretty enough for you guys to come to. <laughs> but definitely, uh, when it's available, you'll be able to sign up there and become a member. So, off-topic floors open what is exciting that's coming out that you guys are excited to see besides the typical ones that we've mentioned 800 times on our previous kenobi, podcast yeah you can't we can't talk about <laughs> yeah, Ken, wait i guess we could talk about kenobi because this is the first time but i yeah. want to talk about morbius no morbius no morbius talk because it's coming out and dr strange we we know those are going right. to be on the podcast those are coming up those yeah. are yeah. those are we'll be here soon so mm. interesting film that's coming out soon i think will be the uh, new Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum film, The Lost City. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. You know, it's like the less good version of Uncharted. 
to me, to me, I'm actually quite surprised that that one's actually going to be a theater type movie and not a Netflix movie because it is way too cheesy and everything to. Oh, no, I, agree. I mean, I mean, the one with Ryan Reynolds and The Rock from the Netflix and Gail Gadot was pretty much that and better. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Better uh, cast one, other thing, one thing that I just came across while hopping on IMDb that actually seems uh, rather interesting. Uh, now, this one is uh, not something that we talk about typically, but uh, Apple TV Plus produced a film uh, starring Samuel L. Jackson called The Last Days of Ptolemy Gray. That just looks like another interesting film that's going to be coming out. And also, um, the next season of The Boys is coming um, yes. it was uh, June 3rd, I believe. Watch that trailer. Yes, June 3rd. I'm excited about that. Jensen. Do I need That's to watch Jensen this show? Excels. Yeah, do you need to? Do you I haven't seen it? the boys yet. Not one no, episode. You, you totally you better, need to watch that better, show, man. You better, that, you better, you it rewrites the whole script on superheroes. Watch and stuff, it tonight. Man. It it just... is, it's a great show. <laughs> I'll, start, it's like, I'll start it tonight. It's, it's a messed great. up version of the Justice League, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. yeah. dude, I'm kind of I I'm intrigued. Have you guys seen the trailer to the new Pixar movie, Turning Red? Yes, right. yes, it's on Disney Plus. I have not, I have not seen it yet. Oh, the dude, turning red—it looks a, so good. It, dude, it's a total metaphor for puberty. It is so <laughs> funny, man. Like, yeah, dude, I need to watch it. it. Yeah, man, it like this little girl turns into a big red panda, a big red. Every time she gets like panda. angry or like just gets really angrier. stressed out, stuff. Yeah, yeah, just... yeah, and. uh like the first time it happens, she like I saw the trailer. She wakes up, she's freaking out in the bathroom, and she like lifts up her arms. She smells her armpit. She's like, "I'm a big disgusting red monster!" And dude, I like died laughing. I was like, "Oh my god, bro!" Like they're not even being slick with this stuff no more. <laughs> they're just like it's super funny. It's pretty funny. But uh, yeah, so I'll probably watch that some at some point. Um, I I kind of like I don't know how I kind of feel like that Sandra Bullock movie might be kind of funny. Honestly, it looked it didn't look terrible. When I, but I've only seen that one trailer. Excuse me. Yeah, I've only seen that one trailer. Yeah. Uh, it looks like it's gonna have some funny stuff to it, but it's just overall. You're right. It's more of like a streaming platform movie because it does look super cheesy. You guys remember um, that big thing on Netflix called Tiger King? Yeah. Yeah. They made a series about that series, right? Yeah. So they made a series called Joe versus Carol. Yeah. uh, And the series premiered on Peacock TV. uh, That's right. This past, uh, I think it was like this past, uh, no, no, two weeks ago on Thursday the 3rd. So it's funny because it looks like the younger versions of them. It's. This is a very interesting looking thing I just came across online. Um, so uh, apparently, uh, Addy Shankar is a director, filmmaker, and stuff. Wants to yeah. do a Transformer GI Joe crossover. Mm. What do we? What do we? What do we think about that? I'm so tired. I feel like the GI Joes are going to lose. And they're gonna lose uh, hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, dude. I'll be honest. I've been sick of Transformer movies for so dang long. I I would not. We well, got I a new probably one would not Go see it. Yeah. You got the, the Beast, Beast one. Yeah. The Beast yeah. one. I'm actually kind of interested in seeing because I remember Same. growing up watching Beast Wars. 
Yeah, the yeah, cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Is I, it gonna be like that? The cartoon. I, I don't know. Like I didn't see I a trailer know. or anything. Is it gonna actually because be... it's supposed to you're supposed to be getting like the regular Transformers and the Beast Transformers in this oh, movie. It's probably gonna have the same like um like animation slash like not so good yeah. animation that they used for like the Lion King. Where the gorilla's gonna be talking to you and it's gonna like Simba's mouth is moving kind of thing. Well, I mean, because in the cartoon they were they were robot like Cheetah. Like Cheetah was my favorite because uh, of course yeah. right. Bumblebee. That was Bumblebee. But they still looked robotic. They still yeah. looked. Yeah. So that'd be interesting to see how they get that. Growing up, they, didn't really mm-hmm. care on how they because in Transformers they take the they they form from the electronic that they're like the car that they choose or the blender or yeah. cell phone. How do they do it from an animal? Like it doesn't have any electronic right. components. Like so, I never even got into that. The um, the, 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 oh, the neuroscience man. Natural, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, well, the body puts off like a natural like amount of um, energy. It's nothing intense at all. It's, you know. Yeah, but, but it doesn't. That's, that's probably the, the. Remember the the in Transformers, they all have that all spark. Which yeah. Is like the soul. So yeah. It's probably what they're going to dive into more and how they were able to get it from animals. Well then, well, I mean, then they should be able to get it from humans too, and transformers should yeah. be humans. But uh, that was the Terminator. That. I don't think uh, the world actually, is ready for that. In Transformers Two. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yes, that girl the blonde from college. Yep, the girl from college. They was, did it. Yep. Um. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh my god, yeah. really? So maybe yeah. they can. Maybe they can, and we just reviewed that entire thing. <laughs> so, so Paul Thomas Anderson. Um, is the director of Boogie Nights, which was a great movie. Uh, apparently, just revealed that Leonardo DiCaprio turned down the lead role that Mark Wahlberg did so he can do Titanic with James Cameron. I, I, that worked I, out so much better. I, Leonardo I, DiCaprio I, in I'm that just movie thinking, been... I'm just thinking, like, because eh, Leo is a great actor, but it's like, I don't, I don't know. Would he have done a good... I think he did better as Gilbert Grape, so... Um, or not Gilbert a, Grape, but Gilbert Grape's brother. Um, what's he eating, Gilbert Grape? Yeah. Such His name great, was Arnie. Yeah, it's such a great Arnie, movie. Yeah. Such a great movie. I don't understand Dude. how he didn't win an award for that, but hey. That's, that, that, that right there shows you don't go full retard. You oh, never, wow. never. You were... <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna bleep that out. Uh, yeah, thunder. I couldn't help. <laughs> Tropical thunder. You just never go full retard. You were fart. You were farting in bubbles, giggling your ass off. Oh, yeah. So or what? Man, yeah. Has anyone watched Pam and Tommy on Hulu? No, dude. Me and my wife were talking about it today. Uh, where I was originally talking about the Dirt, the Netflix movie about Motley Crue. And it led, kind of led to it. Have you watched it? Uh, no, it's actually something I'm getting ready to start. Um, but I saw the commercial the other day, and it looks super interesting. And the fact that Sebastian Stan is in it, yeah, right, it was like, all right, yeah. Dude, I'm did gonna... you hear that he got like a bunch of flag for watching the uh, Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson sex video and like admitting it? You know, he's like, yeah, I watched it, and and people are like, oh my gosh, or blah blah. He was like. I'm playing this guy in a role about this movie, you know, like people just, I don't know, yeah. prudes, man. Let, let the guy get Look, into I'm pretty character. sure I saw that when I was like in high school or something. Right. It's not it even, actually you know happened. I mean? <laughs> I'm like, pretty sure I saw that online when I was a kid. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It was kind of funny. I'd be like, dude, get off, get off the guy's ass. Let him, you know, 
So, so fun thing, because we talked about the Batman last week. Uh, we did our review on that, and uh, we all mentioned. So this is a story on uh, Screen Rant, which is an awesome website where you get all movie news and stuff. Uh, one of their articles, the Batman's Penguin car chase scene blows away all Batman, Batmobile. Batman. <laughs> so yep. we, we right there before this was even written, because they just wrote that nine hours ago, just let you know, the film court cast already told you that that was the best already... uh, Batmobile yep. scene in all. Yep. And then um, sticking on the Batman topic, fan art has just released of Mark Strong playing Mr. Freeze. I look oh, forward not, to it. Not not a bad choice, really. Who? Mark Strong. Mark Strong. Mark Strong. The guy Mark who plays Strong. Hannibal Lecter on the Hannibal TV series. Oh, snap. Okay, yes. The guy that... Right. Uh, the, the bad guy from the Shazam. Green Lantern movie and Shazam. And Green Lantern. Yeah, but in Green Lantern, it's hard to tell. Was well, he Sinestro? Sinestro is his name? Sinestro, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's in Kingsman. He's a great actor. He's I, I've he's, loved he's him been in so much stuff, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, cool. they said that they wrapped up the actress from Ironheart. Just said she wrapped up filming for that. Okay. So, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely gonna watch that when it comes out and stuff. But I'm just not really interested that they jump to her character so quickly. Honestly, super fast, right? Yeah, because you know, there's so many other people that run through that iron man thing and stuff before she even gets on it so it's kind of they jump to it really quickly well i think it's because she's in the um in one of the animated series and she's gaining popularity so now that they see that um tony stark's character is pretty much uh fading from the limelight that now is they're gonna have a chance to bring a, a much lesser known character right out into the open uh, that's young Yes, that's young. Um, and you already know that Disney is always trying to push some kind of an agenda across the table for like empowering females and all that. Uh, for sure. The way they did with, um, you know, Captain Marvel and so many other uh, scenes in other films. Uh, so, I mean, it would only make sense that they would pull Ironheart into the, into the limelight, you know? So, all we can do is just hope it's going to be a good film. And I'm sure it will be because it's Marvel. Oh, yeah. I mean, not many bad Marvel movies. But that's why ever all the other directors and stuff and stuff hate on them. There's so not many DC films yeah. coming from Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, we. Uh... Fair point. <laughs> I think Black Adam will be good, man. Like James will never know; he won't go see it. <laughs> <laughs> I, if you, it's you know, if it's the movie we're reviewing, I will go see the Black Adam. I I just we, don't want to. We touched on DC a little bit last week when we did the Batman. But did you guys get the little trailer for their multiple projects and stuff for the Batman? Yeah, yeah right at the beginning. Like mm-hmm. Adam, the Flash, yeah. Aquaman, and stuff like that. All the Flash one does look really interesting. Yeah, um, that one. That one overall is going to be not a know, fan of him good. as the the Flash. I wasn't even when they did it but the ezra Grant, miller guy? yeah yeah Gustin's so much better but dc has that stupid rule that they if you do a tv show they will not put you in the movie it, you can't you they can't did, did crisscross them though they did a crossover with them yeah, I, was, yeah. I was actually gonna say because they did the crossover uh with that uh with that one like season finale type deal that they ran with uh, the arrowverse a few years back mm-hmm. i actually kind of believe that the part where he's saying so are you in 
He's probably talking to to Grant Gus. That's, that's a very possibility. So, how would this like just blow your mind if DC took a page out of Marvel's book and they are keeping it so secretive that Grant Gustin is in the Flash movie in the in Flashpoint? I think it's I think it it's a really, good possibility. I, it would not blow my mind at all. That would blow my mind because that's uh, I mean. The reason yeah, why I'm they, saying it they stuck so strong to the whole TV not movie thing and I stuff know, like that. No, so that I agree with. The reason why I'm saying it wouldn't blow my mind is because um, in No Way Home, they pretty much call out DC and talking about the multiverse. So the fact that Marvel called them out and said, "Well, we did it first, you're just bringing it right back around to them. So if they brought it in and brought in uh, Grant Dustin, it's like. Yeah, uh, we kind of figured we were going to do that eventually. Yeah. That's why Spider-Man said he did it first. <laughs> and but the biggest thing with Flashpoint, though, and, and the Flash, they don't really bring in, you know, older cool. characters that yeah. used to be this person. Like, because, I mean, obviously, in Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, when he shows up, he's older, you know, Peter Parker. He's not right. young anymore, you know, and stuff like Tom Holland's is and stuff, you know, they're not going to do that in the Flashpoint well, because they're, they're at that point you're going to bring in Batman. Jay Garrick and stuff like that, and you just you're just not going to do that. But they're bringing back an older Batman that's clearly not the Batman that Ezra Miller's working with. No, it's not. But the, but at the same time, he's coming back as you know old Michael Keaton. He's still Batman in his universe, mm-hmm. so he's old. But that's what I'm saying. So we can't outrule the possibility of that because. That they're able to bring back it if they choose to, which they're demonstrating by bringing back Michael Keaton. It's a fair point. So, fun fact on the Adam Project again with the the lightsaber scene. Apparently, Ryan Reynolds wants to be in a Star Wars movie. I'm down. He said he said he's interested in doing a Star Wars movie. I don't know I don't the know Star Wars universe. Play as, yeah, I was gonna say I don't know the I don't know the the Star Wars universe of all the characters, so I don't know who he would. More than likely, it could just be somebody on a costume like so many other people have done already in these other movies. Yeah, just I mean, you know, Daniel Bryan was a stormtrooper. Like, I mean, it's. I feel like he'd make a great like Sith character, but at the same time, because the Sith is the only like force wielders that have any sort of sarcasm in them. Because the you know when you're dealing with Jedi, they're practically monks. <laughs> they have like. Well, uh, I think I think he would be really good as kind of like just a side character, like basically like. Finn he could be like a new Han Solo like type character. I yeah. think that'd be okay. Yeah. I, I mean, oh, what's like that, guys? Yeah, have y'all seen Rebels? Mm-hmm. Um, I can't oh, remember Kane, his Kane name. Kanan the the yes. Jedi Master for yes. um for Ezra. Yeah. For yes. Yeah, I mean, that, but that he's not very Ryan Reynolds. He's not very like. I mean, I it can't could, picture Ryan know? Reynolds with a ponytail. <laughs> right, that in itself would be funny. Uh, yeah. So right. we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up here. This is the segment where we give our selfish plugs, and we're gonna start with Dylan Double O Badger over there. Plug away, sir. A plug in this. P- plug in this Badger. So come check me out uh, on Facebook Gaming. Uh, double O Badger. Uh, we're uh, we're about to be getting into VR, hence the lack of background. Um, I'm actually like going to be messing with it here in a second. Um, I plan on uh, doing a lot of fun stuff and yeah, playing some VR, Beat Saber stuff like that. Um, so I hope you come join me. 
Awesome. Redemar, plug away. So uh, just an update on the whole me launching my own channel and all that. I'm currently working on uh, getting a more upgraded microphone. Uh, that way I can provide better audio for you know the listeners and viewers and all that. Uh, so as we get closer and closer to the time, I'll keep you guys up to date. So you'll be able to check me out when I do. Awesome. Josh Shepard. Unfortunately, I still got nothing, but you can always go check out Double O Badger on Facebook Gaming. <laughs> check out Film Core Digital. <laughs> check out Film Core Digital. You know, the website's not working right now, but you can check them out on Facebook. Uh, what else you got? You got Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. Go check them out. Uh, everything's good. Um, don't he forget also to subscribe. Not yet. Not yet. We're going to have All right. Well, that is all our time for today. So make sure you check out Filmcore Digital on YouTube. Check out Lomo Media because we're collabing with them more yes. this year. Um, check out all these guys right here on all their medias. And uh, when the website's up, check out Filmcore Perks on the Filmcore crew. And thanks for joining us, and we hope to see you on the next one.